This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. On Fridays, we want to look at current events and the Bible to ask the question, what would Jesus say? Thank you so much for listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. On Fridays, we have episodes focused on what would Jesus say? And today, what would Jesus say? How does God control your life for good? Let me ask you a question. What sport irritates you the most when the refs aren't controlling the game like they should be? Hmm, I don't know that it irritates me. I like a little squabble. Really? Oh, yeah. It irritates me to oh, no, no end when the refs are not controlling the game like they should. I like it when they let, let them squabble just a little bit. You know, <laughs> have a little ruffle of feathers uh, happening out there. Court field, it doesn't matter. What, does it bother you whenever like uh, um, the refs are making bad calls and not controlling the game? Because it bothers it, me when the refs control the game too much. Okay. That's what bothers me. Got yeah. it. Uh, they're they're, they're being know, too much of a stickler. Or like somebody like barely touches somebody. Foul. Uh-huh. It's like that's yeah. not, that wasn't a foul. They <laughs> he touched his arm. He didn't even hit him. He <laughs> like grazed it. So. You know, refs are like in a no-win situation because they're mm-hmm. going to make somebody mad it's no matter true. what they do. I like a ref that's consistent. Okay. So I might not agree with the call, uh-huh. but if they consistently make mm-hmm. that call, yeah. you just then learn, everybody adjusts accordingly, right? You just learn right? not to do that. Yeah. Oh, let's play off of that. Uh, David is saying in Psalm 37, the Lord is consistent. Mm. So you're going to have to learn to play by the rules that he established. Mm. He says the steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Mm. The Bible teaches that God is in control of our lives for good. Yeah. But the how is where most of us get messed up. Mm. Well, that's where we start tripping. Mm. What David is proposing in, in Psalm 37 is, is that when the Lord delights in your way, mm-hmm. that is that you're practicing his ways of living rather than your own ways of living, then your steps are established by the Lord. Mm-hmm. What do you think it means that your steps are established by the Lord? I think that he approves and gives his uh, acknowledgement that you're doing it the right way mm-hmm. while you're going. Yeah. And... And, you know, with that, it's with almost, that approval, it's almost affirmation. Yeah. Um, is what it really and is. And the Bible talks a lot about uh, steps that aren't slippering. They're, mm. they're, that regardless of what kind of slippery slope you're on, mm. your steps are not slipping. Mm. Your steps are, are you, you, this step mm. is a good step. It's going to hold your weight until yeah. you take the next step. Yeah, that's good. You know, so your step, steps of a man are established by the Lord. The how is really important because as Americans, we might, what do you, what do you think are some of the American temptations of, mm. okay, how does God control my life for good? So mm. that means God's going to do this for me. What, what do you think? Mm. How do, what do we, you know, Americanize that? I will have $50,000 in my <laughs> bank account at all times. <laughs> savings. And, savings, that's right. And <laughs> uh, both of my cars will only be two years old. Uh, and I'm going to have one of those new problems. Ford F-150 electric vehicles that cost $125,000. Rebuke that. Don't need one of those. <laughs> um, and 
I will have... Because uh, by golly, it's the Lord's will that I have right. all those features right. that, for the, a $125,000 truck. I'll have the trophy wife, two and a half kids, and I'll only have to work 25 hours a week. Which is a miracle. Two and a half kids is a true miracle. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that just means one of your kids has multiple personalities. I don't know. <laughs> and a white picket fence. That's it. Yes. yes. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Uh, and that's just not how Jesus defined it. No. Um, Jesus gives clarity on this about God's control mm. in Matthew chapter 10. And this is a um, hard one for people to digest, but he says, um, are not two sparrows sold for a penny and not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father's will. I used to struggle with that. I, I, I used to say to the Lord, wait a minute, I could go kill a sparrow right now. I could go take a shotgun and as bad as aim I am, I could take out a sparrow with a shotgun. Yeah. And uh, the way the Lord helped me with that was, is really, who caused you to be born even in an era when shotguns existed? Mm-hmm. Who caused you to be born where sparrows live? What mm-hmm. if I had caused you to be born in Saudi Arabia where sparrows don't live? Mm-hmm. What if I'd caused you to be born in an area where shotguns or, or in a timeline yeah. where before shotguns? Where it took an ace of a of a um, slingshot, slingshot to, to you know, um, or what if I'd caused you to be born in a sparrow loving family mm-hmm. that just had it as a value <laughs> that sparrows are equal to man and therefore you don't kill one at any cost. I mean, see, God controls things. He never jumps in at the last minute. He controls things from so far back, yeah. right? Yeah. And so then Jesus said. But even the hairs of your head are all numbered. Mm. Fear not, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows. Mm. Now the application. So we Americanize that and say, well, okay, God's going to give me a promotion and God's mm. going to give me more money and of course. and 2.5 children mm-hmm. as opposed to two or three because two would mean I have too few and three would mean I've got too many. So God's going to give me two point five children and a white picket fence because a brown fence is just not the American dream. So I'm going to have a white picket fence. Sounds right. That, that's, so we Americanize it. But Jesus applied it this way. He says, listen, God is controlling everything for good for this purpose that I'm about to speak to you. He says... So everyone who acknowledges me before men, I will also acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Mm -hmm. What Jesus is saying is that God is controlling our lives Mm -hmm. to bring us to that opportunity to confess Jesus before men and then he will confess us before his heavenly father, or he mm-hmm. will confess the heavenly father in us, if you will. Mm-hmm. And to give us that opportunity to confess Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other side goes with it. Also with that comes the opportunity to mm-hmm. deny Jesus mm-hmm. before men. Mm-hmm. Um, and and to experience the consequences of that. Jesus yeah. always gave the reward and the consequence of yeah. both. Yeah. Um, and so uh, that's how God is controlling things for yeah. that. Co- now, why do you think that is a greater good mm. than the white picket fence, <laughs> 2.5 children, uh, and $50,000 in a bank account? Yeah. Well, because Jesus is eternal, and 
we were created in the image of God. We were eternal beings. Um, now, there's theological discussion about this, but the gist of Scripture that is pretty consistently presented is uh, you can eternally spend time here or you can eternally spend time there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, obviously, there are points in Scriptures that you can talk about, and, mm-hmm. you know, that's great, but that, that's the gist of the message. Yeah. Um, and so the beautiful thing about that is that you realize when that relationship begins with Jesus is that not only is eternity then, but eternity is also now. Mm-hmm. And Jesus changes how you live now. Everything about how you live uh, changes when Jesus gets into the picture. And mo- your motivations change. Uh, the results that you want for your life, they change. Um, and it gives you a different goal to be pushing forward for mm. um, instead of just the American dream mm. or yeah. the African dream or the Italian dream or wherever you live. Right, right. So, you know, we're not against the American dream. It's just that the Bible is more focused on eternal rewards and consequences than the American dream is. It's true. And so it's saying, hey, keep your focus on the eternal rewards and consequences. Mm -hmm. And the starting point of all of the Bible's rewards are confess Jesus before men. Why do you think that Jesus emphasized you have to confess him before men? Yeah, well, it's, it's a selfish... Because I think I think the Lord works with it. Let me start this way. I think the Lord works with us where we're at, mm-hmm. and so it's a selfishly motivated path to realize that it's not all about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Okay, okay. You know, it's kind of uh, it's kind of like the uh, you know people. You, you read the passage Genesis twenty eight. Is that where Jacob wrestled with the angel? Yeah, and yep. so you can read that in one way of well, look at that. Jacob got his way, mm-hmm. but really, if you look at it in context. God got his way, yeah. but he fooled Jacob into thinking that he got his way, <laughs> but it was really God's way. That's really kind of what this is a situation of. Of It's God's appealing to the selfish aspect of you, yeah. to, but that leads you in the direction to realize, hey, this actually isn't about me. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just life-changing for me. This is life-changing for everyone. Yeah, in that circumstance you, you mentioned, uh, what Jacob got was an answer to prayer mm-hmm. that Esau would not kill him and his family. What God got what, was the legacy of Israel that but, he was looking that, but for. But what God along. got was a people <laughs> yeah. that would carry the faith yeah. all the way to get to Jesus. That's true. And that's what he he needed a people <laughs> to carry his faith for my... centuries to you get know, to Jesus. I think God does this all the time. Yeah. He, you think you got your way. You didn't get your way. You got God's way. <laughs> <laughs> And, and that's the beauty of him being in control, yeah. is that you get the best of both outcomes and the best of both worlds when you let him be in control. So that's our encouragement, is that here, the Bible says, listen, this thing is all working towards helping people confess Jesus before men. If you just rest in that, all right, God is working in my family. God's working mm. in my children. God's yeah. working in my mom, in my husband, in my wife yeah. to get them to confess Jesus, yeah. and he's going to answer their prayers along the way and yeah. get their selfish needs met, yeah. but he's got a greater good that he's going for, yeah. and his good is so good. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. 
Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group.